Welcome, this is the first episode of Ambitiously Creative, the podcast for creators and innovators in the creative tech space. Today we're going to meet up with six keynote speakers from Creative3, Bethany Covey from Technology Will Save Us, Niall McCarthy and his habit-changing Zover app, Roger Ryan and the Carver Twins are going to spill the beans on their new BidChat platform, and then Chris Smith describes his Seattle-based startup that's reinventing ticketing. Okay, time to go backstage and meet these ambitiously creative entrepreneurs at Creative3. Three, three, three. Immediate and aggressive global strategy. Revenue goes to charity. Working in Hollywood. User-centered approach to product development. We are a live streaming platform. We're interactive. Gaming devices. Wearable technologies. Inventions, creations. Stealth mode. Our latest product. I've got a secret weapon. Visitor experience. Technology will save us. Entrepreneurs. It's a better world to live in. I'm now with Bethany Covey from Technology Will Save Us. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're working on? So um, Tech Will Save Us is a business that makes DIY toys for kids to teach them how to make, play, code, and invent with technology. Um, so right now we're working on um, some new products, which is really exciting. Uh, so we have a user-centered approach to product development where we include kids in the process. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a really long um, but um, quite exciting process because it really, um, it's, it's not shaped at the beginning, it shapes throughout the journey. Um, so yeah, so some new products will be developed Fantastic. very soon. And could you describe one of your products that's targeted at kids for us? Yeah, so we have a range of kits um, that range in age, in skill, and in kind of developmental stage. Um, and the kits range from things like electronic Play-Doh, so Play-Doh that's conductive, where you can make circuits and make LEDs turn on and buzzers buzz and motor spin, um, all the way to things like gaming devices, where you have to make your own games console, and then program and invent your own games. Um, to wearable devices that, again, you have to initiate them through programming and active play, but it's about inventing games, inventions, creations. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, and what drew you to come and speak at Creative 3 today? When I heard about it and saw what it was about, it looked amazing. And the timing was amazing because we're actually launching in Australia right now. Um, so we're launching in Myers, National Geographics, and um, a bunch of design, science, museums across Australia. Congratulations. So, so, that's, so people can find you in those places? Yeah. And online, where would be the best place to check you out? So techwillsaveus.com, we, and we ship everywhere. Um, but yeah, we'll be in um, stores and museums and programs very soon, which is exciting. Great, right, so you can keep an eye out for that. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, good luck with your talk today. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So we're with uh, Niall McCarthy from Zover. He just finished his panel talk at Creative3 on investment. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you're working on? Sure. So Zover is a health technology company. We have an app on the Apple TV, the Apple Watch, and obviously the iPhone. And we're out to help people um, to be consistent with exercise. And we kind of think of the world where if someone can exercise to feel great rather than focus on losing weight, um, it's a better world to live in. And so we're doing everything we can to understand people's behaviours and their exercise habits or the lack of. And we, we do that through this smart trainer who's called Zara. And so you download the app and you meet Zara and then she essentially understands and learns your preferences. She evaluates what you're doing, when you're standing, when you're sitting, where you're walking, what sort of exercise you do, and then gives you essentially guides and coaches you through that to hopefully do a little bit more of it. So that's us. Excellent.
Excellent. And how does that play into the wearable technologies and mm. um, obviously Apple Watch? What does that mean for you? It means a lot, I guess. I, I think the, the, the way we see the world is um, our, our smartphones were the catalyst of so much change and now there's lots of things that connect to that, whether it's your headphones, whether it's your watch, whether it's other devices. And we kind of believe that there's an opportunity to, for this software or this intelligence to live across those in whatever form it makes sense. So on the watch, we're very much around heart rate and active stuff that you're doing versus maybe on the iPhone, we, we really care about novel and important kind of notifications and little bit tips and guidance guidance, whereas on the Apple TV, that's a different thing altogether. It's about big screens, about immersive content and taking you on a journey in the, in the workout or the exercise. So, yeah. And how do people get involved? They, if, if they have an iPhone um, or an Apple TV, they can download it, Zova, Z-O-V-A, um, and it's free to download. And if you want to then take it further, you can personalize it even more. So Zara asks you a whole bunch more sort of things about you. And that is a, a monthly um, subscription, eight ninety nine in Australia, um, and we see lots of value in that. It kind of goes goes that one step deeper and provides more personalization. Um, so yeah, it's 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 honestly worth downloading. It's a different experience than what you would normally see from a fitness or health app. Um, we've really thought about making it novel, fun, and about feeling great versus the whole lycra and abs and shredding. <laughs> so taking a different mindset's a big part of it, and um, we feel as though we've we've done a pretty good job so far. Nice. Mm. And that's sort of aimed at everyone. You don't need to be a, a gym Absolutely. junkie. Or it's, it's actually the best way to, the, the best way to um, kind of explain it is that we're sitting too much, we're not moving enough. Like generally yeah. across the board, everyone needs something like this. Um, and we'll get continually get better at Zara becoming more intelligent and more personalised so that, you know, you could be um, a teenager through to you could be a grand grandparent and we want you to move more because you move more, you're happier, you're healthier. You, you've got better mood throughout the day. That's a really important thing for life, right? Yeah. And having abs is a great side benefit if that's the case, but it shouldn't <laughs> be the main driver, no. right? So, yeah. Very good. And who are you looking forward to seeing speak today? Um, well, I really enjoyed the, the VR talk before. I think it was really interesting. Um, I believe Anna Reeves. Anna Reeves. Yeah, Anna Reeves. It, it, was, it, was, yeah. it was really good. And um, I, th I think what was interesting about that was kind of different perspectives on different people's lives. I'm with Roger Ein from BidChat, who is one of our final speakers of the day. Um, if you could tell us a little bit about what you're working on with BidChat, Roger. Sure, Indy, I'd love to tell you. Uh, we are a live streaming platform. We're interactive, where the audience can watch for free or bid to join the live stream for a quick one, two, or three minute interaction. And that bid revenue goes to charity. And what kind of charities? Any? Uh, yeah, we have a really great uh, set of inaugural charity partners from the UN Foundation to GLSEN uh, to a couple of environmental foundations really covering a wide program of various causes. Great. And where are you based? We're based in Los Angeles. And what brought you to Brisbane? How did we manage to bring you out this way? To be honest, <laughs> I don't know how they found us either. We launched last week and this is the first time uh, today that I'm speaking publicly about really anything. Uh, I think that Mark must have really done his due diligence a few months ago when he found us because we were still in stealth mode. But um, someone in our office said, hey, I just spoke to this really great guy and he's interested in having you come out to Brisbane and I jumped on the opportunity. Great, and you, you haven't come alone. You've got some friends here with you. I've got a secret weapon. With him today, we have Max and Charlie. Um, yeah. And how would people recognize you guys? Oh, I hate this part. <laughs> we've, uh, we've been lucky enough to be working in Hollywood for about the last 
nine, ten years. Wow. Yeah. yeah so we, we've been on Desperate Housewives, Teen Wolf, Leftovers. HBO's Leftovers, a uh, couple films coming up. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, it's been fun. Cool. And what brought you out to Brisbane? Cool. And uh, in terms of what we're doing in Brisbane, we were actually out here for a fan convention for Teen Wolf. Oh. In this space, actually, which is kind of really? fun. The Brisbane Convention Center. Yeah, so, the, like, what was that? Four days ago? Yeah, last weekend. Yeah. So, and BitChat, in some ways, there are many applications for it, but we, what we kind of helped provide some insights towards is, is transposing fan events into the digital space. So something like a, an Oz Comic Con, uh, making that available to anyone, anywhere. Okay. Two-way live streaming. So, what appealed to you about BidChat as a concept? Um, I think that live streaming is is the future. Um, I, personally speaking, I've logged into apps like Periscope or Face, Facebook Live and not really understood the point. It seems like you're, you know, kind of watching somebody talk at you, and yeah. there's no way to interact. And so, when I heard about BidChat as this interactive live stream, you know, a two-way live stream that, with a queue that was managed by a bidding system, it just seemed so intuitive to me to have something that was based on principles of supply and demand. And what we kind of helped encourage to make the app even more Hollywood-friendly is a charitable give out of, mm. out of the uh, bid revenue. Yeah, we so. wanted to create. I mean, we were saying this earlier, but. You know, it's, it's awkward. Social media is great because it allows you to broadcast to your followers to connect with people, but it can feel sometimes a little self-involved because it's not a two-way street necessarily. You know, you can reply, you can post comments, so on. But, posting but you guys have a lot of followers, right? So yeah, you, I mean, you probably couldn't humanly reply to everyone it, who sends you a message. Correct. <laughs> sure. But there's, I think what Max is trying to say is that there's something... It feels a little indulgent sometimes, yeah. even, even, yes. even though it's, it's become part of... Of the business, the entertainment business at this point, but it, it can still feel pretty indulgent. So finding a way to almost carbon credit our millennial shame and, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, take it and do something good with it, harness the power of social media for, for a greater good, that's how we really got involved with BitChat. So it was about designing a platform and... Uh, what, what kind of features would be needed for the verified members, a, a Hollywood-friendly Because app. I'll just be frank, you know, for me, like, I have a boundary between my professional and my personal life, and I really like that, that boundary, and I would kind of, we asked ourselves, like, what would it take, what would I, what would make me willing to kind of lower that and connect on a very personal level face-to-face? And once we, once we talked about this pro-social element, it, it changed the game. Basically, giving, with BitChat, you're giving anyone with, uh, influence, expertise, some kind of entertainment value, a tool where they can instantly monetize, that they can create participatory content. And I don't think that's been done before. You normally have people, you know, on, on Vine or YouTube waiting for ad share revenue. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, this is a really fresh way to look at it. Yeah, how do, you give, how do you give an artist a tool that can kind of instantly give them a couple, a couple bucks in his back pocket? And it goes to charity. So I'm with Christopher Smith from Area 360, who has joined us uh, from Seattle, or he splits his time between Seattle and the wonderful Wellington. Um, <laughs> uh, we'd just like to learn a little bit more about the actual business. We heard a lot today about um, how you raised investment for that business, um, but if you could tell us about Area 360 and a bit about your journey. Sure. So Area 360 is a um, visitor experience company. We develop software to engage uh, the visitors to attractions, things like museums, zoos, aquariums, amusement parks, uh, and various other 
types of venues that uh, have things for people to engage with. Um, I would say museums are our number one customer, um, but we work with a, a wide range of different type of organizations. Um, we have several products. Um, our oldest product and the one that has the most penetration is a, an app called Story, which is basically replacing the old traditional audio guides and enables uh, you to use your own phone to explore the collections within the, the different attractions. Uh, and all that content's curated by the, the organization and the institution themselves. Um, our latest product, and actually the one that we're putting the majority of our focus into, and uh, by revenue sense is our most uh, successful product, is our recent one called Ticketure, which is um, battling the concept of ticketing for um, large scale attractions. So different than like Ticketmaster, Ticket Tech, which are focused on uh, events and concerts and festivals, we're primarily focused with Ticketure on uh, when you go to a museum, how you actually buy your ticket, how that whole admissions process works. We want to eliminate the front desk. We want to eliminate the concept of queuing in lines. We want to make it more personal where um, it's more automated, it's more mobile and more friendly for you to purchase and enter a venue, uh, hopefully doing away with the concept of a ticket entirely. Great. And do you see it expanding out to Australia, or are you very oh, much US-focused? Absolutely. So we have a team in uh, New Zealand, which is our primary R&D team. Uh, so we are talking with several institutions in New Zealand um, who will be joining. Right now, it's primarily focused in the US and Singapore. Uh, but we have a very uh, immediate and aggressive global strategy. Um, and having a big team in New Zealand, Australia is obviously a natural. We've talked with many cultural institutions here in Australia already um, and have a lot of interest. Um, so it's only a matter of time. Great. And today at Creative 3, were there any highlights for you or was there any sort of standout panel or presentation that, that spoke to you? Um, the, the whole day has been quite inspiring. Uh, I wasn't sure what to expect when I came here, um, but I was pleasantly surprised. Everyone has been so inspiring and so friendly. And uh, every single presenter and presentation has been so different. Uh, a lot of people have talked about their various businesses and sharing what they're up to. Um, other people have shared some of their uh, learnings and advice. Um, I would have to say, though, that my favorite thing so far has been the morning pitch session, um, where I was able to listen to four uh, entrepreneurs pitch their business to, to win a big prize. Um, and those things are always the most inspiring, because you get to watch someone in a vulnerable place. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're pitching for their lives, and it's... Uh, you probably recognize that feeling and <laughs> <in> that... <laughs> too often, yeah. So it's kind of nice to step back on the other side. But uh, it, was, it was definitely uh, amazing hearing uh, Australians pitch, first time I ever have. So uh, definitely a memory I'll take away with me. I hope you got something awesome out of our backstage interviews on Ambitiously Creative, the podcast for creators and innovators in the creative tech space. Recorded by me, Indy Tanzi, and the team at the Coterie Coworking Space. If you're feeling inspired and want to hear more, all of the Creative 3 Talks are available via the QUTCEA YouTube channel. Creatively yours, from the Coterie.